Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, Google, you name it, go get it. Download, subscribe on your phone where podcasts are available. We are brought to you by Rosie's Corner, Brewerton Ace Hardware, CH Insurance, and our fun friends over at Bonnet Sales and Service. If you are in and around Central New York, you need some new garage doors, go with Bonnet Sales and Service. They are terrific. They've been serving New York State for about a half century. Sue and the team do a great job over there. Bonnet Sales and Service is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Find out more now at bonnetsalesandservice.com. That's Bonnet with two N's and one T, bonnetsalesandservice.com. All right, we are seven away from completing the individual team recaps from the NFL draft, and let's hit the Carolina Panthers. Hey, is there a more interesting team in the NFL than the Carolina Panthers. Seriously, all the change, right? The moving up of the draft to get Bryce Young at number one, right? All these different things. They're hoping that this is finally, finally the last rebuild before they can be relevant again, kind of going back to the Cam Newton days. Obviously, I'm rooting hard for this team for a couple reasons. One being Frank Reich. You know, my guy led the Bills in that comeback against the Oilers, one of the classiest people ever. I actually would have taken him as head coach of the Bills. I think he's gotten kind of a bad rap. You know, everywhere he's gone, he's been filled with awful front office moves. You can see, you know, Chris Ballard and Indianapolis doing all the stupid, uh, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, you know, the, the, the Matt Ryan experience. I mean, all these different things. Terrible, terrible, terrible ownership. Not that Carolina's is great. Um... I just think he's been kind of given a raw deal. Now, Carolina, their roster is coming along pretty good. Um, we know, however, though, that they did trade their big-time receiver in DJ Moore. I, I think he's going to flourish with Justin Fields in Chicago. I, I wish Carolina, although I'm glad that Fields got him, because I'm also rooting a little bit for the Bears, too. I mean, they're a trademark NFL franchise. I'd really like to see them do well consistently, but man, if Carolina could have pulled that off without giving up more, that would have been way, 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 uh, you know, better. But they do have some playmakers. They do have, you know, DJ Chark, who's really good. Um, you know, I thought they did some really good work in the draft. Um, you know, let's get to it. Let's get right to Carolina. Cause again, I think they are really, really fascinating. I really do. So the Carolina Panthers, with the first overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Panthers select Bryce Young, University of Alabama. It was between him and Stroud for the longest time, flipped the coin and all the rest. They go with Bryce Young. Fast processor, great instinct, unbelievable release, can throw on the run, poise, played at Bama, biggest stage. 5'10", 205, if he were 6'1", 210, people would be talking about him as the next greatest quarterback in the NFL. Three inches, what's three inches? We've seen size not matter in the NFL. Hello, Russell Wilson through the years. Again, I know Russell Wilson had a bad year last year. I don't think it's over for him. Um, I think he could retire today and be a first ballot Hall of Famer for what he did in Seattle. We've seen the shorter QB make it. We've seen it happen before. 
For him, it's going to be about what's around him. There's no doubt about it. He's held up well except for the shoulder injury that limited him a few weeks last year. Um, you know, short linear frame, NFL standards and all the rest. His skill set, though, is an ideal fit for the offense of Frank Reich, right? That is, I mean, how many times do we talk about fit and scheme in this league, right? How many great players haven't worked out because they haven't been in the right system, right? Part of what, I'm not saying all of it, but part of what made Tom Brady Tom Brady was the system. It was the fit. Let's not kid ourselves here, right? Um, You know, that short, quick release, um, you know, everything set up for him, a great offensive line, Bill Belichick, right? Playing with shorter fields. I mean, a lot of that, it's fit and scheme, man. You know, how they ran the football, who they picked up, you know, the two tight end system, all that stuff matters. Not saying it was everything, but every little thing in the NFL counts, man. It's a puzzle. You have to put the puzzle together, especially for the quarterback. Uh, But the bottom line is Bryce Young, is going to play in a system that mixes the passing game that attacks multiple areas quickly with a diverse run game. And he's going to be able to get rid of the ball. Um, You've got Thomas Brown in there. He comes from the Rams scheme that uses the shifts. It uses the confusion, the motion. I think Tom Brown and Frank Reich are going to be a tremendous team in Carolina. And Bryce Young can benefit greatly from that. Uh, Bryce Young's accuracy, his poise, his decision-making, his skill set, his quickness, it should translate well there. And he could be the long-term answer for the Panthers, who, oh, by the way, completed 58.4% of their passes and finished with a total QBR at 27.6 last year. No bueno. 31st overall in the NFL. Ugh, terrible. This next pick I love maybe even as much as Bryce Young, the second rounder, Jonathan Mingo out of Ole Miss, an underrated receiver. Again, in a receiver class, it isn't Jamar Chase, you know, Justin Jefferson. You don't have those kind of players in there, uh, you know, future picks with like Marvin Harrison Jr. type of a thing. But wow, Jonathan Mingo is a B. 6'2", 225. He's built like a huge running back. One of the big, biggest and best assets is his strength with the ball in his hands. He bounces off people. He's great in the open field, so hard to bring down, great vertical route runner, uh, top end speed for his size, and he tracks that deep ball well, awesome hands, he wins the contested battles. This was a tremendous pick for the Carolina Panthers. And you know what? I realize Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison and all these dudes went first. You get Jonathan Mingo in the second round, that is big time value. Played in the SEC, played against the best players. This guy's arms are absolutely cut from the football heavens. And look, the Panthers signed Adam Thielen and DJ Chark after they traded DJ Moore, but they needed one more. Thielen's 32, coming off a career low in yards. We don't know what he's going to deliver. They need an explosive player, and they got it in Jonathan Mingo. Unbelievable. I cannot wait to see what Brown and Reich do for him. Wow. You know, they could probably create a law firm called Brown, Reich, and Mingo. That sounds pretty good, right? More on the Carolina Panthers and their 2023 draft. Again, I think you could argue that they're the most intriguing team going into the 2023 campaign in the National Football League. We'll get to more Carolina next here on the ML Sports Platter. Brought to you by Burn Dairy, Bowers & Company, CPAs, Jam and & Beats, and our great friends at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. If you're in and around Western New York, School Street, and Victor, Get on over for the great brews, the best beers in Western New York. 
unbelievable. Join the Mug Club as well. They're Amber Ale and Red Ale, two of my favorite beers of all time. StumblingMonkeyBeer.com for more. A proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. MLSP is back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks to friends of the platter, including the Swan and Whitaker families. Let's get to it. Oregon outside linebacker DJ Johnson. Third round. They love this kid. They absolutely love this kid. It's all about speed. It's all about size. It's all about ball instincts. They love this guy. Unbelievable combo of the speed and size. Unbelievably strong. 6'5", 265. Sorry, I think I said inside linebacker. Outside linebacker is what he plays. This is the pick from Pittsburgh in terms of the trade. He's an effort player. He chases. He closes. He's a powerful edge rusher. There are so many of these sort of underrated edge speed guys. It isn't even funny in the NFL draft. I've gotten to a ton of them this year. This is one of the biggest years in terms of the underrated um, you know, edge rushing player. He's raw, but the potential is so there. He has the potential to be a better pass rusher in the NFL than he was at Oregon. Oregon's defensive players, as we know, have come into the NFL and they have had immediate impact. I think DJ Johnson could be that guy for the Carolina Panthers. Finally, in the fourth round, they pick up Chandler Zavala at uh, NC State, an, uh, uh, an offensive guard. Obviously, some protection there. He's versatile, can play on both sides. And Jamie Robinson, a safety from Florida State, who's a physical dude who they really want to uh, improve the depth uh, of, the, uh, of the secondary. A little undersized at 5'11", uh, 195, but they like his skill set and his tackling ability from Tallahassee, the Florida State Seminole. So, Carolina Panthers. Let's see what happens with these guys, man. Seriously. They get Raheem Blackshear, right, going. He's going to help, along with Chuba Hubbard. He, You know, one of the great offseason signings was Miles Sanders. I love the running back room. Love it. I think in year one, Bryce Young could be a rookie of the year guy. And I think Bryce Young is going to be a really good quarterback in this league. He could be potentially great. He could be, you know, Jalen Hurts. That's probably what they're hoping for. They're hoping for the ceiling to be at least Jalen Hurts, maybe even more. But I'm not worried about his size. I'm really not. I'm worried more about the offensive line protecting him. But I think the scheme with Brown and Wright, I think the offensive weapons they picked up, getting the ball out of his hands quickly, making sure he doesn't run and try to make things happen, you know, and, and getting out of bounds. Um, I think all those things, the coaching, I think all those things will help him. His instincts, his ability, his poise, his football awareness, all of those things are front and center for me that I think will cover up the size situation, right? I mean, really. So I'm not worried about the size. I'm really not. Love DJ Chark. Miles Sanders, you know, getting him in in the offseason. I mean, he can run the ball. Going into his sixth year, he's still super young at 26. I mean, what a pickup, right? Running back room's great. Hubbard, Blackshear, Sanders. I like the offensive weapons with Chark. Gary Jennings. Um, Jonathan Mingo, I mentioned, you know, picking him up. 
Still some potential for Adam Thielen to rebound from last year. Marquez Stevenson has talent. Um, you know, tight end room's a little weak, but they don't really rely heavily on that. Offensive line is really the key to this team. Defensively, they don't scream superstar at you, but they have the potential to play well together. And I am really fascinated by the Carolina Panthers. I really am. And it starts and ends with Frank Reich. I can't lie about it. I mean, he's one of my one of my guys, man. He's one of my you know my favorite <laughs> Buffalo Bills, right, of all time. So Carolina, um, you know, when you look at the schedule, they've got their two games apiece against the Bucks, the Saints, the Falcons. Um, you know, they start out with two divisional games at Atlanta, home for New Orleans. I think it would be ideal to split those games. <coughs> And even in the lost, show a high competitive level. Um, our first real primetime look at this team is going to be in week two. We're going to see Bryce Young at home against the New Orleans Saints. That is going to be a fun game. You have at Seattle, Minnesota at home, at Detroit, at Miami. Tough stretch there going into the back end of September and October. What I don't like about their schedule is the early bye week. They have it in week seven. I think for a rookie quarterback like Bryce Young, you know, it's more ideal like week nine or 10, halfway through the season, maybe even a little bit later. Um, You know, having said that though, maybe you charge the batteries early and then it benefits you late. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the right recipe is for the bye week at this point, but for a rookie quarterback, I'd rather have it a little bit later. Um, Either way, they come off the bye week and you got Three major, major winnable games. I mean, you got Houston at home, Indy at home. They got the AFC South this year at the Bears. Bears are going to be better. They're going to be tougher, but that's still a winnable game. Home for Dallas, tough game. At Tennessee, at Tampa, at New Orleans, all tough games. Home for Atlanta, tough game. Home for Green Bay, tough game. At Jacksonville, home for Tampa Bay. Here's what I'm getting at. The schedule is relatively difficult. Rookie quarterback, new staff, getting acclimated to each other, but it's doable. Carolina Panthers could be a sneaky wildcard team. And could you imagine that storyline? If Bryce Young gets into the postseason his rookie year, how all the narratives from the experts will change. All the video from the draft will change. All the people criticizing him for his size, they're going to change. Because that's what we do. But this is a very fascinating team. I can't wait to watch them. I can't wait to follow them. Carolina Panthers, man. Can they get it right this time? Can they get it right with this regime? Can they bring the Cats back to prominence? Going back to the Cam Newton era. The ML Sports Platter, thanks for listening. We are all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our great friends at Bonnet Sales and Service. Stanley Law Offices. Liverpool Physical Therapy, and Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. Be sure to check out Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. Unbelievable breakfast out there as well. A lot of people think about the lunch and the dinner with the chicken tenders, the fries, the homemade mac and cheese. The amazing, amazing uh, salads are out there. The cob is one of my favorites. But, you know, their breakfast is tasty as well, and they'll cater breakfast and lunch to your business as well. Get the sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich the amazing home fries, the burrito breakfast bowl, the fruit cup is as fresh a fruit uh, cup that you'll ever eat. Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. Chicken travels well. Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay is a proud 
ML Sports Platter sponsor. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about horse racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Beccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.